we want to start shows and we then go live and then we start. I, you I know, think I think we're making this more complicated than we need to. You know, I well, uh, yeah, I guess we, you, you just you just jump right. You know, you don't need to warn people or what's like, going it's, on. It's like a cold pool. You just jump in because you can't really just put your foot in there. You just you have no. to do the whole thing. Or you just yeah. I mean, because because are you that person that that like eases into the water is is that what is that the is that the game i i i I will i will dip a toe in the water and then throw myself in because that's just literally yeah because there's no there's no sense of prolonging the torture it's it's gonna happen right so you might as well shock the system if if, if one little bit of me touches the water and then i get a feeling for like oh that's how cold it is then i won't jump so i i've got to go straight to jump i can't like I can't tease anything. It's just got no. to go time. And uh, like, we're going to just get it over it, with like a bandaid. It's it's going to have to be like a bandaid. Absolutely. Well, what? Oh, well, we seem to be live. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Best of Our Week, the show where absolutely. TK and I, uh, you know, just kind of get a chance to to chill out, to hang out, catch up on what uh, what our favorite sort of tech of the week has been. Get yes. to speak with you fine folks. We already saw a few folks that were uh, hanging out in in the lobby before the show started, and uh, you know what? It, it it's definitely been a, a a pretty chill week with some fun announcements, some some fun videos from both of our channels, and some really engaged conversations. I don't know about you, but this has been a really good week for I think some of the nitty grittier mm-hmm. kinds of chats as we're getting used to a lot of the products that have been out for a little while and some software, yeah. software updates have hit. We're, we're not in the in the middle of the bang 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 concept. Actually, concept a second on. to catch our breath. <clears throat> yes, yes, and I felt. Uh, it felt a little bit weird. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. It's like, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Was there, did I, did I forget about a phone? Was there, was there an embargo somewhere? I'm checking the emails. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was an Apple thing. Apple, Apple took the, uh, Apple took the cake, I guess I would say. Um, yeah. But I do want to say this. I think we also have uh, a way of actually for us to get back into checking status updates. So first foremost, did you, or did you not receive MR2? <gasps> Is it out? Yeah. It's been all over what? the news. Yes, I didn't I, get it. So I, I literally that. checked like two days ago, just like, oh, let me see if it's on. So now it's our this week on Tick Watch Watch. watch. On Tick Hold Watch on Watch. System it system just sounds, yeah, no, my, yeah, mine says, it still says uh, MR1. So MR2 has been out. It, it was released. It was released. See versions. Yeah, probably still says MR1. Uh, if, if it says up to date, yeah. Yeah, I'm so. The, so so the, you, you're still on MR1 also, though. I'm still on it. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. Neither one of us got. Neither one of us got the uh, <laughs> got to enjoy this one first. <sighs> um, the the good folks over at XDA uh, talked. I already posted, a, I think, an article on it. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I, they were. So essentially, it's going up in batches. It's supposed to go mm. full 100 percent about day five or something, which gotcha. hopefully by Friday. But uh, yeah. It's 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 almost here. I know you and I we talked about this many times. Did, did did we talk about? Did you reach out to any of the folks at Mobvoi? Because I I got a really candid reply from one of their PR people saying like, "Yeah, we're dog fooding it right now." Honestly, <laughs> the the patch update that we put out fixed way more than MR two does. And uh, y- y- I mean, I don't really think people are going to notice a huge performance difference after what we already fixed. Fixed. And you're like, oh, that is a very, that is a very uh, forthright. Uh, that that is very uh, very <laughs> much like 
Very well. I mean, they did. I mean, realistically, Mobvoi is one of the very few companies that literally is is trying to improve the experience. They're not just trying to give you updates. Android for the Wear is yeah. Tick Watch. It is. It is. I think. Do you it's... ever get to play with the first gen? I still first, bring oh. it out. The, oh, the no, no, very, I, I, like the very you're talking about original like, Tick Watch. Uh, it was the silver up top, black plastic oh, body, and it had the okay, tan yeah. leather straps. Okay, I still bring it out because the four direction swipe that we take for granted now mm-hmm. on Android Wear, I mean Wear OS, Wear OS, was originally developed by them as a custom UI for Android Wear. Okay. I, I never so, got a chance to play with with their system. I, I, I started with Android Wear back in the Moto. Remember the Moto oh, right, 360? Right, right. The original, the OG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The OG. Flat yeah. tire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody bagged on that flat tire. It's like, why couldn't you make it circular? I loved it. I loved it. And then, of course, the uh, Huawei watch was also one of my favorite, which I still have somewhere yeah, um, have as my... just a, an iconic design. Just to, like, seriously, we still I haven't have my, seen that many. My watch and my watch, too. Um, <laughs> I think I liked the, the, the first Huawei watch better. It, they haven't been able to take I mean, I think it was the only one that released with Android Wear or Wear OS or back. I think at the time it's called just, you know, it's just called Android Wear. It wasn't called yeah. Wear OS. I think they didn't change the name. Um and I haven't been able to, yeah, I mean, like, they've released many watches now, but they're primarily, or at least I feel like. More fitnessy, yeah. More fitness focused, uh, yeah. very light on the notification. Uh, I mean, seriously, I mean, if we have to kind of compare that, I think it's very similar to what we're seeing right now from like OnePlus. It's a proprietary uh, OS running on their own watch, long mm. battery life, typical of what we see with fitness uh, trackers. Um, I I just, I like the Tick Watch. The Tick Watch Pro, it, it, the 3 Pro is definitely... Like, like you truly feel that that watch was an improvement over last year. Even if you've used the one from the middle middle of the year when they first put out the first one gig of RAM on them, mm-hmm. you notice the improvement. But then jumping it to forty one hundred, that that just literally leapfrogged it over. So yeah, I, I had great experiences with the uh, the Pro LTE, which is the one that yes, up to one gig. Yep, that's Pro when they started. 3, Pro three has been. Like a completely, I mean, again, for all of the sort of, uh, I guess it's good, but kinds of conversations that I've had about fossils oh, where, yeah. oh yeah, you can get them on sale. Maybe it's worth it. Or, mm-hmm. you know what? You know, like this is, this is fine. It's, it's, it's okay. Wear OS has been a completely different animal on the, uh, the, the pro three, the tick watch pro three with this new 4,100. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely spruced things up a bit. Oh, for sure. And you know what? I just realized something. I did not. I am so sorry for this. Okay, so first and foremost, ER saying, you know, morning TK and Juan, it's about 4 a.m. in the morning in the UK. And uh, he's not saying very, very, uh, very focused mostly because it's Sahur. So he's about to start fasting. Oh, and Ramadan Karim. I did not notice. Um, happy Ramadan, Ramadan Karim. ER. I, I am so sorry. I did not realize that you're uh, fasting. And I, that is really iconic because as I was talking to Juan, I just literally broke my fast and you're about to start yours. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's <laughs> just, oh my God, I love it. I love the internet. I, I just absolutely love it. But yes, uh, everybody <laughs> else as well. Michael, uh, uh, Coran, Co- uh, sorry, Cochran, Co- Cochran, Corcoran, 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 sorry. I, 
You get you always do the names better. Yeah, we got Vince and Vazikos and <laughs> Andrew, Mr. Fat Produce Wallace. Oh, we got and... Ted. Ted's telling us to rock on also. Yes. Oh, and Aditya, yeah. of course. Aditya as, as well hey. rocking it with us. Uh yes, from Adam Mubarak. Yeah, of course. And then um it, it is definitely like I said, so wearables for me are always exciting because uh they're able to push certain uh functionalities. Like I said, we were in a lull with the Wear OS for such a mm-hmm. long time. And you kept getting watches and watches and watches. You get different creators, different companies, so on. But at the end, the experience was very much, you know, like my my thing. Yeah, because I feel like oh, everybody skipped the concept of adding more RAM. Everybody, for some reason, was comfortable with five twelve or. And then, of course, you know, TechWatch does one gig, and then suddenly, like, oh, hey, wait a minute, Wear OS is like, I like this. So. If you're thinking about it, oh, and then you, you're going to love this part too. Uh, I was uh, finishing my taxes today. You're not going to love that part of the story because uh, <laughs> it's sure. never it's never a good picture. That's, that's uh, always a blast. Uh, yeah, it's it's a blast for my tax guy. For me, it's a uh, you know, it's the bring out the checkbook. Anyways, um, he was talking. We were talking about smartphones and so on. And he's he's a Samsung guy. He loves Samsung. He's like I've been I've been really bummed because I haven't been able to find uh, lately any smartphone that is a smaller form factor but still very capable. And um, and the first thing that's popped into my head, dude, Pixel Five. I told him, dude, you got to go check out Pixel. You right. you're you're going to be in love with the form factor because it's a smaller form factor. It's almost full display. Uh, gets the latest updates. Keeps getting better as time goes on. Google's adding features. Can you believe that features right. onto the phone? So he was really stoked. He's going to go down and check it out at the. Uh, I think it was like at a Best Buy or a T-Mobile thing. Uh, he wants to check it out. But I'm like totally. Um, I, I've never, I told him I've never felt strong enough about recommending anything to anybody as far as when it comes to a smartphone. If you mm-hmm. want that form factor, it's not the 4A 5G, it's the 5. And you're going to get that 90 hertz and you're going to feel the improvements over what you're jumping on. I think he has a, a Galaxy S5, if I'm not mistaken, like an old. Wow, like, that's yeah. a good run. He, Yeah, but, but that's typical though, really. Yeah. I mean, if we really think about it, not everybody, I mean, you know, he's, he was jokingly saying, you know, like, I can't believe that the brand new iPhone is like 1500 bucks. And I'm like, well, it's like 1300 bucks. But then when you add taxes, I said, yeah, you're pretty much there. Mm-hmm. And he's right. And he, he's like, I, he said, I would never pay that. Uh, I would never okay. go out. All of your advice is obsolete because uh, the iPhone is now in purple. Dang it. So you, you, the, the new iPhone is, is, is already in some reviewers' hands. They, they the copied that from uh, they copied that from uh, so, from Sony because they heard Sony was going to bring the purplish color and, and into the Sony, US. Sony copied that from OnePlus with Thunder Purple. Yeah, but we can't put two two underdogs against each other, bro. We got to be fair. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Because then Samsung copied all of them and on created the black one and, <laughs> and created and Thanos the in purple and gold. <laughs> Oh, so. that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I, you know what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So let's, it's almost let's just... like none of these companies invented the color purple. No, no. But uh, I, I will. I will say this much though: the color, the the Thanos purple on the S twenty one does look nice. It's sharp. No, it, looks it great. is. It's absolutely eye catching. Uh, that was one of the reasons why I picked it. I didn't feel like the black or any of the other colors. I, I, were I, I loved it the first time I saw it on the six T. You know, like again, <laughs> color color is is so much fun to play with, and and you know, you there mean have the been phones. thunder, thunder, thunder. I need no, to... not thunder, thunder. Yeah, no. <laughs> different, different, different kind of thunder. Different thunder. Um, no, I, I I really do want to like because uh, you know, my mom went from like uh, she, she got a Galaxy S five at launch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah purple heart. Purple heart. Um, uh, my mom had a Galaxy S5 since it launched, and she flipped. So when the OnePlus 7 came out, 
she got a OnePlus 6T. Yeah. So she went from Galaxy S5 to OnePlus 6T, and she's still on an OP6T. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, it's one of those like I keep toying with. I, I really should go back, crack out my Thunder Purple, and shoot like a revisit video. Yeah, on, on that phone just because it is just something so charming about when, that. Pr- when era. Purple is done right, that's that's I think that that's the title of that video. When and Purple it was, is, it was, it was always the shame of like, well, I've got to keep it in a case. Oh, oh I, I guess it's I, one of those. It's one of those smart. I mean, I, that, by the way, that's the one I took with me to the Fox show. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that one time when I went. I took the purple on purpose because of that color. Like it's serious. That you don't even good. need to know what phone it is. You you look at that. You're like, what is that? Wait, they do gradient? What like what we purple? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, OnePlus seriously, like as far as collaboration with and, and different colors and stuff like that, like the McLaren edition, uh, mm-hmm. you know, OnePlus Seven T Pro McLaren edition, the longest name ever on a phone. That, yeah. I, sorry, OnePlus Seven T Pro Five G McLaren edition because the US got the five G variant. Um, I love that the the, the orange uh, the the yeah. uh, the papaya color the McLaren. So they do really nice. Uh, well, collaboration even, even like that that smoke gray gradient absolutely absolutely and the green one that they they did uh no i i'm a big big fan of their stuff but uh the thunder purple has not been like seriously nothing has not hit that bad. same level yeah exactly um uh, but yeah no uh well, well, but like... i I'm, I'm glad to hear someone was sort of at least amenable like uh when the pixel 3a came out th- there was kind of a push i i was kind of talking to a bunch of my family like Hey, I I know you you need a new phone. You should really check this phone out. It's covering the basics really well. Um, for some of my family, the other flip side of that was iPhone SEs. You know, I, like- I would, yeah, I, I recommend. I, I mentioned the SE to him, and he's like, "I'm not an iPhone user." I said, "Then hey, you're you're literally in." And, and especially coming coming from a Galaxy S5, that's still going to feel like a stonking good upgrade. Oh, absolutely, coming, absolutely. Like seriously, when I was when I, I told him, you said if there's anything you try, you just need to go down to the store and try it out, check it out. Because I said the only other option I would have recommended was the uh, Xperia Five Mark Two. Uh, yeah, the Xperia Five Mark Two. Yeah. But uh, I felt I told him I said it's it's a different, it's a slightly longer form factor. It's thinner in your hand, so when you're holding it, it doesn't right, feel as wider. Yeah. But it's a taller, slightly taller. And he said, no, I want it to be shorter than my S Five. And I said, yeah, <laughs> you got to go Pixel Five. It's not um, really a thing anymore. Uh, no, it isn't. It, it, it's it's a weird thing. Like seriously, uh, and I don't even know if he has the active or not because it's inside of the case. But like you know, mm-hmm. he's like he's he's been rocking it for a few years, and every time I see him, you know, that one time a year we hang out, um, you know, he's he's always asking, you know, it's like you know, did did they make any cool small phones? And I'm like, well, Apple made one, but I wouldn't recommend that. You know, I would say go for the regular one. The battery life on the small one is not a not acceptable. Uh, but then he said, "I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the Apple system." I said, "Oh yes, yeah, no." So Samsung, I said, um, I, "The S21 series is, is is a decent." Well, okay. I told him if you're considering getting a Samsung, let's say you want to upgrade from what you have, I told him you should just go get the S20 Plus. And he said, "How come last year?" I said, "Well, I said because Samsung decided to take things out of their phones this year to reduce the price point to kind of tailor it down. They yeah. they lowered this. That's, that's kind of interesting, you know. Like how how much if someone is really holding on to a phone for longer? Let's say you're coming from a Galaxy S5. Yeah. If he was really using the Galaxy S5 to to a moderately high degree. Going with a new phone this year means giving up on memory card access, giving mm-hmm. up on a headphone jack, 
giving up on um a removable I was gonna say, battery the removable battery and even a charger you're that comes have to, you're, yeah mm-hmm. you're gonna have to replace cables because the s5 had the mini usb3 mm-hmm. that 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 wider USB micro with, USB with the gas. Three. If you remember that gasket there, that the always gasket. disappears. Yeah. Um, and didn't it have an IR blaster? Didn't the S five? I want to say the active, that's not the five. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them did. I, it's over there and I can't reach it. Yeah. But it's, regardless, it's over there somewhere think, and I can't reach it. Either. Think about it. Let's Sorry. say he used all that. If he mm-hmm. really used his S five, that's a lot to give up. I mean, the phone's going to have a nicer screen. Um, it, it's it, the fingerprint sensor is at least still going to be in the front, right where yeah. the power button was, and it's that will work better. Yeah, um, uh, well, on the back it'll work better. But yeah, but it, that's that, that's that's a head trip to me. Like, think about how how stark a change in how you might use your phone that would feel, and and depending on what you like about using your phone, that might not hear feel like an upgrade. To spend oh. a lot of money and not and, have to feel like, and, and and yeah, no, exactly, and 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 then realize like, oh crap! So I have to get rid of my memory card. There's a lot of things, and and I, and I explained to him. I said, if you want to stay in the Samsung Apple or the Samsung ecosystem, I said, realistically, last year's models are better for you because that at least you're not compromising as much. I feel like you're. Yeah. He's not going to have the headphone jack, obviously, because that went away after the S10. But at least he'll have the memory card. Uh, he'll have the you know memory card option to be able to transition there. He still has the QHD resolution that on the higher end models there are things that you appreciate about having them you know with last year's models so um you know he he said he's going to go check out the, the pixel i said it's a great choice and there's really i mean it's one of those things that you know you're going to keep getting your updates and mm-hmm. you're going to be getting new features as time goes on and i told him honestly if i wasn't so uh, i if i didn't need the phone uh, to be able to do other videos with it i would have totally you know like worked out some kind of deal with them or something like that but i hey. think at the end of the day you it, it it costs money man it's weird to go into a place walk out have to pay the guy and then have to pay the you know uncle sam mm-hmm. uh so yeah it's one of those but yeah, so I told him if he needs anything, you know, give me a call. Or I told him if you want to think, just type TK Bay in whatever phone you think of. And just, yeah, <laughs> you'll be doing fine. You'll just do fine. You'll, you'll find the video. Uh, uh, yeah, Sam saying, this is my first Galaxy phone. Always owned notes. Uh, yeah, it was, I think you're on the... Um, He's on an S21. An S21, yeah. yeah oh, Sam did pick like up. Using yeah, a smaller yeah. lab phone. He still primarily uses his Duo. Yeah, but he is backing it up with. I mean, again, if if you needed a better camera, (laughs) you need to you need to pair a duo up with something if you want a better camera. I love Um, it. I love. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, LG Fifty Fifty as as a DTS saying is also kind of a good uh, a good option as well mm -hmm. if you if he was thinking about it. But I I, I honestly for for a smaller phone though, I mean, that's what's also kind of tricky too, where you got through the G Seven and the G Eight and. I would say they're probably closer to, you know, they're just that little bit larger than the base model galaxies, you know, like unless you were to try and push them back farther to like a G6, which I don't think any of us would recommend. No, no, Um, no. Fine phone, but you know, if if you're looking at upgrading over a Galaxy S5, you should want it to feel like more of an upgrade. Oh, I, I want when it, when it, I wanted them to have a, a sense of a true like a, a leap forward in the future, but also somewhere where I feel like that if he does land here, he can stick for a few years and still be comfortable with where yeah. what he gets. 
Um, it's a mid-range processor, but it's a so powerful processor for what Google does with it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we'll see with what what Chapel does, uh, you know, in the next few months or so. Actually, if we're, if I'm not mistaken, hopefully the Pixel Five A should be announced in mm-hmm. a few weeks, right? I mean, typical that we've seen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, either way, it, it was an interesting conversation. Alec. You know, we're discussing, uh, you know, expenses and so on and, and uh, how much we owe or I owe. He doesn't owe anything to me. Uh, so so <laughs> did you did you bill him for your time? I mean, because like I, I, I want I, I wanted to <laughs> I, like, I felt uh, like it was you, uh, you know, while, while you're doing my taxes, you do know that this is part of what I do for a living. So, so should I invoice you? Is this I'll, a company I'll say this expense? one year, one year we did a barter where I we traded ex- uh, 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 actual <laughs> services. I fixed up his computer, and then he, he, he did my thing. So it, he he's aware of what I do. Uh, That's but, totally yeah, fair. I like that. At, at the end of that conversation, I should have been. So he'd be like, "Okay, so this is your bill, and here is mine. Thank you." <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there was there was a big thing that happened this week. I don't know if you were there, uh, or actually probably watched yeah, it. Oh, of course, I was there. My daughter took the most amazing photo of a wild daisy it's like the 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 coolest thing that happened this week um is the only thing that i could imagine that you would be talking about because it was amazing it it is it is actually i lexus lexus camera prowess is getting a lot better a lot better than than we we so she shot this on an on an old micro four thirds mirrorless camera that i just have kicking around my five-year-old shot this I mean, come on, dude, not bad, right? Not bad at all. See, this is something that our generation didn't, and I'm going to sound like a grandpa at this point. Sorry about this. (laughs) You're old. Yeah. uh, No, but I mean, seriously, our generation grew. Okay. So I'll, I'll say this. I'm, I'm an, I'm a generation X obviously. So I grew, I grew up at the beginning of my, my childhood. I grew up without the internet. I grew up without internet and without computers computers got introduced as I was growing up. I actually grew up getting introduced to the tech as the world was getting introduced to it. Sure. Um, our kids are growing in a world where tech is the world. So tablets, cameras, uh, be able to capture images and so on. They get ex- exposed to this at such a young age. I'm really excited to want, because I want to see what they can do when they reach a higher level when they get older and they they've been with this tech for so long how the creativity is going to be how their how their vision of the world you know changes and that is something cuz i see that with omar like seriously yeah. I, there's a few in, in a lot of my videos when it comes smart. down to yeah yeah when it comes to cameras and pictures i give him the phone I'm like, dude, go have at it and he goes and he and we're like we're walking in the park we're walking at the zoo and he's like dad that looks like a good shot i'm like Dang it, that's a good shot. That is a good Nailed. shot. Yeah. So <laughs> when you say Lex took this, like, a, yeah, dude, absolutely. I, it, obviously, there's a lineage thing. There's, you know, genes and whatever. You know. But yeah, <laughs> uh, seriously, being having this type of tech available at that age, I think is great because their imagination is just so strong right now. I mean, this is absolutely one of the reasons why I get so persnickety about how techies closer to our age kind of mm-hmm. talk about things like smartphone cameras like oh you know it's just the average consumers they don't do things and you're like no no no, you don't do things <laughs> with your phone camera exactly. i'm watching an entire generation of new filmmakers and storytellers mm-hmm. the first cameras that are going to get their hands on are probably going to be phones mm-hmm. i'm watching high level consumer use on on an explosion of services and platforms like youtube and tiktok 
So Pick it up. Yep, exactly. We're, we're seeing like next gen, next level content creation happening. And it's often not from someone investing in really fancy mirrorless cameras and, and, and kind of traditional production gear. It's, it's, it's much more organically focused on whatever tool or camera that just happens to be in their pocket. Yep. And I, some of the stuff is incredible. I, I, I shared it on, I don't know if I shared it on Twitter. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, you mean but your, your, was, uh, your photo sharing site, Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you want to talk about, you know, like if we're going to talk about you know, how people are sharing content, the, the fact that that Twitter just made a big deal about 4K image uh, quality is, is kind of a big deal. Uh, you know, anyway, um, but but I, I was trolling through like a, a horror subreddit, you know, uh, people talking about movies and cinema. And some dude was just like, hey, I know this is kind of self-promotion, but I shot this little horror short. And you click on it, and he shot it on, wait, he shot it on a Note 20 Ultra, edited oh. it in Kinemaster, and it's <laughs> it, it's it's maybe like two minutes long, but it's super effective, and it works because the nature of this quick little snippet of horror content mm-hmm. fits kind of the feel that the almost documentary style feel that you would expect to come from phone footage, the and it's hilarious up. because because even down to things like. Um, he had to ADR the the couple lines of dialogue, and he recorded them on the phone on a, and, well, and the matched nerd. them in the video editing software on the phone. I think he used Kinemaster. I'm pretty sure he used Kinemaster. And you're like, that's someone working not only within the limitations of a premium phone, but actually achieving something that's way higher tier than any techie would give that phone credit for. No, absolutely, because that's not something with the average consumer would probably it's, it's like i said the, the 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 tech the tech needs to be able to enable what you want to do with it and when you're selecting the piece of tech you need to select it for the features that you want it to be able to do uh the note 20 ultra it the last the last great samsung device uh to date um and and and, and if and if anybody wants to fight me uh, on, the, on that one i will probably say let's let's go no seriously it if you really kind of think about it i mean there's there were some compromises with it from the note from the s20 ultra but i feel like at the end of the year that's where they went out with a bang they have another unpacked in a couple of weeks i think or next mm-hmm. week or something like that they're yeah. going to be announcing i think some some full, uh, some laptops and so on or uh some pc stuff yeah, uh, you figured the tablet would probably be in the lineup for that right i mean I, apple just announced their tablets so now samsung has to copy them but did they really announce a tablet or did they just announce a macbook air with just so, no so, keyboard okay. I, I know i'm really not the guy to, to, to be on this on this yeah. ride but i was actually kind of digging what apple announced for ipads <laughs> um i'm i'm a bit more mixed on imac but i uh, oh we're gonna yeah we can have a whole we, night we conversation probably diver- i know we like the title of this is actually talking about apple's event and we're we're over here kind of spinning yeah, our wheels like 26 minutes where like we covered everything but the apple event yet so <laughs> Um, yeah, El Jefe's like TK firing shots. I, you know, the, I, seriously, I think the, the, the Note 20 Ultra today is still in my, like, I, I like that phone. And I, I, I just, I, I mean, if you ask me, Samsung's been going downhill since the Note 4, but well, everyone knows I'm a crank. So, <laughs> uh, that, 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 that Juan Carlos, he just does that on his uh, soapbox. He's such a Monday. hater. 
But on a true note, though, if you guys haven't been checking it out, make sure you check out the SGGQA on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's where you can get Juan in, in all his glory on his soapbox uh, every Monday. All his soapbox and glory. And, and <laughs> this, this is going to be a good one because we're doing the results from my OnePlus 9 versus Galaxy S21 low-light camera showdown. Nice. Where I'm seeing lots of this, lots of people complaining about the OnePlus 9 flapping these gums. Not as many people actually playing the game, putting themselves out there, putting some votes in on which phone took which photo, because uh, when I don't label the photos, suddenly everyone's opinions on the OnePlus 9, hmm, it gets a lot trickier when a tech reviewer isn't guiding you to the conclusion they think you should have. Oh, when I just put photos up, oh, now it's it's kind of... It's kind of challenging. Maybe the OnePlus 9 camera isn't as crippled as people have been making it out to be. It's it's the the answers to that will definitely be very surprising. And it's always I think the last time when we did this, uh, when you did that on the show, when you put out, I think was it the Pixel, the uh, Sony Pixel, and um, Pro and the Sony Xperia one too. Yeah. So it definitely that was going to be very very nice. The OnePlus 9 9 show. <laughs> That was a good one. One plus nine. Nine. That is not in good. Okay, sorry. That is good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So let's 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 flip it over to. Um, to we'll, we'll flip it over to the iMac. Let's just say that the iconic. Oh, do we, do iMac. we want to start with the iMac? We can yeah. start with the iMac. I wanted to talk iPad real quick for just a little, but no, I'm know. I'm glowing on iPad. So if if we want to start with iMac, that I feel is like the the easier hot take, more controversial. I think Apple has kind of not I mean, delivered the, as well. The, the the giant iPad with the with the no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so the iMac got revamped as you guys probably already saw. <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful colors, uh, amazing stand. Um, Large, 24 inches, I think, uh, the display is actually still pretty decent. Uh, they didn't really mention anything um, as far as the actual, uh, I think, higher resolution, bigger IMAX, because I think we've also, I mean, I was expecting to hear about Do, do you want IMAX me to Pro. screen share so we can... We sure, can sure, have yeah, one. yeah, let's, let's bring them up. I'll, and... Um, uh, why not? Let's, let's, let's talk about uh, the, uh, the, our favorite fruit. And just let me, uh, just let me know where you want me to dance around on Apple's site. You guys can see all my tabs. I don't think I have anything embarrassing up there. Yeah, no, no. The embarrassing stuff was right before the show. So as as Juan just closes all the tabs, <laughs> let's, let's full screen it. No, it was full screening, so it wasn't as okay. Anyway, it's I'm screen. just kidding. Here you go. Here you go. We'll we'll go full screen on our side too. Why okay. Not? So so here's my problem with iMac. I understand okay. that we're going with the M1. I totally get that this Makes is Apple's sense. custom silicon. It's ARM based. It doesn't need as as much cooling or as much surface area. I, I totally grok all this. Although there is cooling, that was an interesting no, no, no. surprise. But, but, yeah. but I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't need as much the surface area requirements. It's not like the no. last generation iMac where the back of it was curved because you actually mm -hmm. had some guts in there that needed better management. Exactly. I still have a philosophical issue with a computer that's supposed to take the place of like x86 desktop work environment mm -hmm. that is is essentially completely unupgradable non-repairable to any consumer degree and is with white bezels i don't know why but with white bezels well i don't i don't love that as a design choice anyway but but i just mean like it, it's so built disposably 
Oh, and, and absolutely. Especially for a company that that's that's trying to talk about the environment and is lobbying so hard against right to repair legislation. This computer right here just totally feels to me like this is not the right time. Like Apple is not reading the room that they're, they're not keeping their finger on that pulse. Mm-mm. But this is the step towards making Mac more like iPad. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like if, if if Apple's making so all their money on iOS and iPad OS, eventually you're going to make the Mac more like those products. So this mm-hmm. is just the transitionary step. This is the the missing link evolutionary exploration from Apple to eventually just make everything. An I mean, iPad it, or an if you really consider the fact that the iPad received the M1, but it's still running iPad OS, and mm-hmm. then the iMac has iOS and you know uh, Mac oh. OS and it's running the same chip. So the reality of the matter here is like, are we really? But so much of Mac OS, like the the newest elements of Mac OS, are all oh. cribbed from iPad OS. No, no, exactly. They're taking a lot of the app style from their smartphones to bring it over to their PC side. So to me, it's like a very like the the approach to what we see with this system. I understand it's very minimalistic. I I totally get what they're trying to do, um, but it just so. Like seriously, like one piece, it's a, it's a, this, the colors obviously were obviously, you know, spring forward, all of those, they definitely mm-hmm. look really nice. But like you said, uh, I mean, it, this is how weird it was. It's so thin. They had to put the headphone jack sideways. Otherwise they didn't have a, I mean, at least they left the headphone jack. I felt like, Hey, <laughs> Apple did something right. They didn't take it away. They're like, Oh, we could just put it sideways. But, but um, also it's so thin that like, we can't keep an ethernet connector on it, this with such it, a it's, huge it's, chin on the bottom. It, this is pure. This is exactly a dongle heaven. This is this is this is going to be dongle heaven for anything you do. Uh, this minimalistic design that everybody's. Got. I mean, obviously, it, it's intended to to look. I, I for don't a second, know. I really thought that guy was flipping us off. <laughs> he probably hey, this guy right here. Yeah, like, hey, for a second, I was like, what? Oh, he's not. No, he's, he's like. Gotcha. Uh, no. You spent uh, how much on your computer? <laughs> and, I, and I love it. Like uh, we were, they were saying, just like, it's like an iPad on it uh, with a stand, which is actually what the iPad Pro did last time. It looks literally like an iPad Pro. Well, on, and on way more practical Apple. than getting an Apple monitor because it, it comes with the stand. Exactly. I mean, this Apple product comes with the accessory of a, of a stand. So and you don't have to pay an extra thousand for that one because you know. <laughs> that's, that's a tangible benefit. <laughs> no, it, it, I, and I think that's what they're going to sell it. Uh, I mean, so in all honesty, the, the design definitely looks very like they did enough work on the design, but I think they, they went so far into I, the design that it, they skipped. I, I, I think the design is absolutely gorgeous. Everyone's it, like, I, I, I feel objectively, this is, this is a stunning um, architectural accomplishment. Yes, and, and and like so many of our modern day smartphones, where we're just going to slap a case on it, but the actual construction of of a device deserves to be kind of like in a glass case under museum mm-hmm. lighting. I'm 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 on board there. It's just I feel like this is this this is not a practical computing environment. I, I I'm looking at my family and friends. Like I've got an uncle. You know, he's just recently upgraded his hard drive. Uh, for doing backups and he's got stuff connected to this and he's got this and he's got uh, a Plex account and he needs to be able to, to attach to. And like, I could just see him getting this in here and going, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. I can't do do anything with this. It doesn't matter how powerful it is. 
it's going to be a mess of cables on my desk. And how much you want to bet that it's just like the MacBooks where it even has problems um, with compatibility for things like laptop hubs. So I, I can use any Android phone with a laptop hub for extra ports and video out and Ethernet. Mm-hmm. And I probably won't be able to do that on, on this fancy new iMac. And it's just, I mean, I, I, I get why they did it. But at, at the end of the day, I feel like it, it's, it's, I mean, a, it yeah, so pretty. Oh, it is so that. pretty. It is so pretty, but it's, it's the, like, I could totally see this at my dentist next time I go. I was like, yeah, right there. So you, you get the, the power why, cord. Why would you do magnetic on, on a desktop? Why? Because you want to have those power outages. Because you, you know your kid's going to, or you if you're running wires behind your desk, you're going to hit it by mistake. Or it tangles between and you snap on it and everything shuts down. I don't, I don't want to keep showing us the grooves. Thanks, Apple. We just probably got our channel like copyright striked for that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so so th- this this is, I feel like, it's the frustration of I want to be more on board M1. One yeah. of the things that I think is actually a critical um, bonus point here. Th- mm-hmm. There was that initial techie concern that maybe what we would see for this iMac would be like a refined an M1 plus, maybe mm-hmm. an M2 processor. No, what, yeah, there's what what I, what I think gives us a little confidence here is I don't feel you can you can push laptops and desktops to the same yearly refresh that phones mm-hmm. can. I don't think you can really keep driving phones with the same yearly cycle. I really feel like most manufacturers should be going to two-year cycles exactly. to make them feel like more like upgrades. So at least seeing that this iMac is arriving with an M1, mm-hmm. you've got a generational class of products built on the same processor. It's going to give developers time to really implement and, and, and optimize. I think that's that that's what they're doing they're they're bringing it across every every single aspect of their line but it gives um, me more confidence in m1 not being the beta test on consumers yeah it's a proper full generation of products that are going to come out running this i hope that we'll get a little bit more of a buffer before we have to cycle it and get to the next generation the m2 or whatever they're going to call it i hope we get true. some lead yeah, on yeah. that and and then i i'll be a bit more confident in this apple silicon ex- experiment being more of a a benefit to consumers knowing that it's not going to be the same like well your macbook has an m3 that's like six months old it's like so out of date now you can't do that you can't do that with laptops i I mean like i'm already mad at apple enough for some of those types of planned obsolescence issues if they make that move with laptops and desktops then i'm going to be working viscerally to get my family off of off of uh, Apple gear. If they can give us good timeframes on these products, then I'm going to mm-hmm. be super stoked about uh, where they take it. Well, let me ask you that. Do you think there will be a day maybe where Apple uses the M chip on their iPhones? Do you think at some point that this is going to overtake the A, the A series and just skip, just you become, know, because I mean, they put it in an iPad and realistically, I think that's way more power than the iPad needs for what you can do on an iPad, on an uh, on iPad with iPad OS right now. Yeah. The M1 is no, I, just, I, I get it. you know, so ultimately I, I think Apple has an issue. It's funny, you know, like each company's greatest strength is also one of their biggest weaknesses. Um, in the Qualcomm space, we have tiers of processors. So if we Mm want to sell a cheaper phone, there is a class of SOC that Qualcomm can provide to help cut Mm -hmm. costs. Apple does not have that. They make 
the most powerful single generation of chipset that they can for the phones. And now they're going to be doing the same thing for the for PCs, desktops and laptops and tablets. Oh, that's and true. so it, even two SOCs seems to be a lot for Apple to accomplish and to keep up with these cycles. I don't think um, the iPhone 12 is really as tangible an upgrade over iPhone 11 as yeah. Apple marketing would want us to believe. So right now, I really want Apple to focus on what makes sense in the power consumption envelope for a pocket computer versus these other devices that can be pushed and pulled, have more surface area, have better thermal uh, mm -hmm. handling, can have active cooling. They, they need to have a clear, definite, a, a clearly defined split between between those two classes of product. Um, yeah, I really feel A15 mm -hmm. really needs refinement and optimization over A14. It, 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 we shouldn't be looking at more power. We really need to look at thermal load and consistency of performance. And it's the same issue that we've got in Android land, but at the same time, I can recommend someone use a 765 Mm -hmm. And and there are plenty of phones with mid-ranger chipsets and huge batteries that can do some some really some really cool stuff at the consumer level. Oh, absolutely, Xiaomi. If you if you look at any of the uh, like the, the the budget side of what Xiaomi puts out, it's cra crazy. Like you know, five thousand, four thousand milliampere batteries with 1080p panels, OLED. I mean, seriously, TCL had a had a monster in that space. The Nord yep. is solid in that space. Um, absolutely the other one that i'm forgetting there's another one that's kind of in that trio anyway uh, but, but you know there there are a bunch of those kind of cookie cutters 700 series processors 4000 mm -hmm. milliamp hour batteries oh you're thinking of the uh the velvet and, yes thank you but but again like there are so many of those that that kind of fit that mold and mm -hmm. they're phenomenal options when we're talking about this kind of more mainstream daily driver kind of use yeah no, um, no, so, I, so anyway i i i I really want to like these more, but these updates also just feel so modest, you know, like the M1 is a killer chip. And, mm -hmm. and as, as more developers optimize for it, like there's a lot to be excited about with competition against Intel and Qualcomm, but like it's a, it's 1080p a diff webcam, how exciting. And you're like, no, a 1080p webcam is, is, is pants on head reductive. It, it's like it's not three years ago camera tech that's been out on the market and now everybody's trying to go for their 4k uh, with all and like no 1080p i'm like okay great thank you welcome to 2020 i mean not even 2020 2018 no uh but it's, it's like i i want to take i want to take like video calls from my phone because like i am almost guaranteed better image quality on any phone i pick up than what's going to be in this like what fifteen hundred dollar iMac? But see, okay, so that's the thing that I'm looking at seriously. So if for somebody that's upgrading, let's 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 try to look at it from a a user of the iMac, an earlier generation Intel based iMac that for this for to a certain point was running all of the all of the applications that Mac OS can support, right? So that was a much more you know the developer didn't have to optimize it for M1. They're upgrading to the M1 right now. There is a possibility that they're going to have to basically make a selection of apps that they cannot use or uh, programs that because it's not optimized yet. The list is growing and it's growing very fast. But as a person that's deciding to upgrade to the uh, to the new uh, iMac, they need to make a decision of first: does my are all my applications supported? If they're not supported, can I do something with other apps? So those are things that you have to keep in mind, or do you have to run them in a VM or something to kind of like bridge over? So. 
it, it's a it's a direction that I feel like is great. Um, and I think, you know, they saw what they did it with the air, the series. And of course, everybody loved that one. Um, mm-hmm. or even the iMac minis. I, yeah. I understand totally Mac Mini, to me seems like such, I don't know, like to me that, that feels like a safer, better buy as part of just an overall home computing platform than it, it is because it's, it's you, you know, exactly what you're getting into. It's, it's, it's already not sitting in front of you, the wires and everything can be organized correctly. It's just that they demonstrated this, this, uh, the, the new system. And like I said, at the end of the day, short answer is realistically, it, it looks great, but I feel like it, it's missing the point of the upgrade. It's it's pretty for the sake of being pretty, uh, but we you know the the reality of matter is if somebody has an earlier Mac, upgrading to this one is uh, iMac specifically. I think to a certain point they're going to feel it's a somewhat of a downgrade. From again, it's like S twenty to S twenty one. You're losing certain functionalities. I, I, I mean, it's great that it has. You know, everything integrated into the same chipset. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, managing and RAM and all that. Everything is in there. There's good cooling, uh, you know, supposedly good sound system that fires down to, to play the yeah. echoes, uh, the uh, the vibration and the, you know, the reverberance you know, back I, from the like, ground. That's a good, I, I like I, that. I don't, I don't feel like any of those things we were worried about. What I would love to know is, you know, if something goes sizzle pop on this, am I going to be able to take it to a repair store and have them remove the back panel? As long if, as you have if, Apple if, Care. If if I spend what what is it sorry thirteen hundred the entry level yeah it's a it's a full PC thirteen hundred dollars it would be kind of nice to know that after two years of use maybe I could pop in a new SSD like I'm 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 so tired of of the the desktop space and the laptop space being treated exactly the same as the tablet and the smartphone game. Mm-hmm. And I understand cuz like marketing helps do this brainwashing trick on consumers, but those kinds of things, you know, the those still matter to some people. Like knowing that you've got some control over the hardware, knowing that you've got some kind of upgrade path. You know, like two years ago, I spent $1,300. This machine has 256 gig of storage. Storage. You're not going to use the cloud. You're not going to use iCloud oh, to fill in well, those gaps. In, in Apple's ecosystem, though, that's how, they, that's how they're that's how envisioning you being in the future. It's a service base, right? I mean, we saw that last year with their announcements. Everything's going. And and then also they did announce um, subscription-based uh, podcast, which they sent me a very nice email to let me know I could start making subscriptions. Because uh, nice. that's for the Saturday morning with Tech. And, I, I posted. And they're, they're, they're only going to take 30% of, of their... Uh, of your podcast that's it. fees it if anyone it, subscribes to your podcast makes, that way that makes perfect sense it's i think as as el jefe was saying it earlier you know you're you're, pay, you're paying for the right i think it was just for the for the right. uh, for the prestige um yeah I, so so i i mean again it's it's there are these these little glimmers of things like i remember when we made it from the power pc to the intel mac days and and what like a transformative event that was for Apple. When, when when I look at what Apple is becoming and where I I think they're putting most of their resources and where they're trying to force their consumers, mm-hmm. that's what I think is so is 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 so frustrating. Is that like I can be so excited about iPad? I, iPad is lighting me up right now mm-hmm. a, as a, as a proponent of getting more use out of mobile devices, out of phones and tablets, watching developers take mobile seriously because mm-hmm. Apple is driving some of this stuff. iPad and iPad OS show us that Apple can really make really well-featured, multitasking, near-computer replacement 
portable uh, devices and slates. Mm-hmm. That that gets me crazy happy. I mean, like I I, I get so Twitter pated about that. And then I'll, I'll see, have to, Jeff used to use it uh, by the way to actually edit and produce his content. So many so. people have. I mean, like uh, Viper was was talking about that on a stream too. It's like he started his YouTube channel on an old iPad and was cutting in Luma. You know, like I mean. What what I said earlier in this podcast, like the next generation of filmmakers and storytellers are starting on phones and starting on tablets. Yep. You know, they're not shooting on fancy mirrorless cameras and then sitting down in front of a beast of like uh, an AMD Threadripper workstation because that's the only way that it's going to be worth it to edit video. That's exactly all one. Nonsense. That's how you do it. Keep going. Yeah. The only the only way to get my 8K tasty B roll clips. So when I when I when I take a look at, at what it is that they're they're doing here, it's so heavy handed how they're shoving their customer oh, yeah. base in the direction of disposable, how they're yeah. shoving their their diehard. You know, the people that are going to be in line to pick up an iMac are Apple diehard, like oh. they're ride or die Apple. And they're the ones that I feel are 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 being the most like manipulated in that direction. And and that's what's kind of concerning is increasingly we're going to see that division between sort of apple consumer grade somewhat glued shut and kind of disposable but still powerful and where there still used to be that component of of apple professionals that mm-hmm. the, the the mac pro gang of, of which, apple. which there was no announcement of which is the interesting part like all, everything we saw was purely entry level and we'll have the other imac pro come out later on I mean, iMac Pro is one thing, but like the the refresh on Mac Pro was mm-hmm. substantial, and and it's and it's disappointing to know that we're 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 not likely to get something like that soon. I, I'm assuming we're going to see an M2, and probably double the core count or mm-hmm. something crazy just for like extra horsepower A- after we get more software kind of in in uh, the the right uh, in the right space optimized for M1. Um, and then we could maybe start talking about a Mac Pro. I, I don't want a Pro machine, a, a Pro workstation mm-hmm. to be built on the same kind of SOC philosophy as our phones and tablets. And and that's what Apple is kind of shoving us towards. It, it, it's cool. There's a blurring of the line between mobility and desktop and laptop. And 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 there's so much of this that makes sense. I love decks. I, I mm-hmm. love desktop modes. I love phones. I love tablets. I, I want to be excited about that, but it, you know, there's also a market for big giant box with fans that has just beastly powerful guts in it that you can't really replicate the workstation grade solution. And Mac Pro was actually a pretty decent box. It was I mean, very it was very, pricey, but it was well. The it design was, was uh, the the design was uh, at least the last one. The, you know, the trash can design was a little bit of uh, oh, uh, the, polarizing. Darth, Darth the, Vader's diaper genie. Yeah, I don't uh, like that Mac Pro. I'm not uh, talking about that one. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking, yeah, no, getting no. back to the cheese grater. I, yeah, I, yeah. I like the cheese grater design from the old what? IBM days. Oh, you're thinking about the original, like the big. And, and then like the they brought that back, you know, for, yeah. for the most recent Mac Pro. I'm all about that. You give me the cheese grater lifestyle. Sign me up. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Apple lifestyle, man. I, I, they're they're interesting. Their their designs are very. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think it's. We'll have to see what they do with, with when they refresh that part. Uh, but at some point, you're, I, I am wondering though if they are going to try to go the route of M2 this year because M1 came out already, um, and if they're going to try really to do. A, 
I mean, they put it in an iPad. So this is the weird part about it, right? So the next, the next iPad Pro or the next generation of that has to have a different chipset. Now, obviously, it wouldn't be in this year. It's probably more going to be next year. But there's going to be other... Like, I'm wondering, it's like, why... I mean, don't get me wrong. The 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 iMac was very, very much a confusing product to start with. But once I heard that the iPad had the same processing power as the iMac, as the iPad Air, but still running in a mobile OS mm-hmm. version, like, you know, the iPad OS, I just, like, you know... Like, why are, are you at some point going to just switch it over one day? And it's like, hey, by the way, iPad OS, you just click one button and suddenly you're in, you're in iMac OS. Like, no, what? I, uh, I don't think it's going to go. I don't think it's that direction. I, I know. I know. It's more than likely. It's the other direction. The other direction. It's, it's at every every generation moving forward. I, I'm, I'm very confident in saying that Mac OS is going to take on more and more of, of iOS iPad OS. iPad OS. Wait, and, yeah. and this is what drives me crazy. I mean, like why i'm so obnoxiously critical of the iphone and and i totally understand why you know people call me such a crank on stuff like this is because i look at ipad os and i see a mobile focused operating system mm-hmm. with proper support for real usb accessories that can actually multitask yep that's true and that's if one Apple of the big could give me that on a phone I'd be a lot more comfortable rocking a phone made by Apple, but they won't because of all the BS around lightning ports and how stupid simplistic they're keeping iOS for no good reason. And then I look at this and I'm looking at this M1 powered iPad Pro and I'm going, I you just shown me you can make something baller. You can make a real pro device yeah, but you won't give me a real pro phone. That's, so that's one of the reasons. Yeah, they, but, <laughs> but there, there is, there is a small sliver of. They always make it make it seem like they're they're going to at least at some point give you something like that. But at least the introduction of it on on a tablet, like I said, to me, it's way overpowered for what the tablet can do. Uh, well, but and, and think, also, don't you think it's odd that like they've got the eight core GPU in the iPad Pro, but the starter model. I, iMac has mm-hmm. a seven core GPU. It's almost like the cheapest version of the iMac is just whatever M1s don't pass. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this GPU is kind of way. It's seven cores are functional. All right, put it in an iMac. I guess that, that'll be fine. Whatever right. chip fab kind of kind of fails at the QA testing facility, we'll still make some money off of it. People are dumb. I, I, there, there could also that could be a very you you may be joking about it but that could be, truly be the process of why there is a such an odd like seven core like how who, who goes with an odd number on it on on cores no cores are, it's it's that as as you're looking at your die we, you know, what we should do is get um dr ian from yeah. Nantech mm-hmm. to come on in one of these and be like well you see guys this is why you're all wrong and i'll be like <laughs> yes i agree um <laughs> But but yeah, to me it seems like you, the chip fab is is like we've got a, a a bin of M1s that don't quite meet spec. Uh, iMac, yeah, that'll work. Cool, we'll make some money on them. It, it's it's definitely like you said, the hardcore Apple fans will definitely jump on it. Uh, somebody that's looking for super super minimalistic exp- experience when it comes down to Mac OS. Um, on a very light, very uh, quiet p- PC. Like I said, seriously, I, I do not, will not be surprised if I see this at my dentist next time I go. 
it, it totally screams office experience sitting with that minimalistic look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like the story for the iMac isn't done. So we're, we're definitely going to be hearing more because they didn't address the, like, like we talked about before, they didn't address the power users. They addressed, uh, it seems almost like they addressed the entry point of it, the entry level, uh, you know, iMac users that just don't need a lot, but still are getting basically now into the situation where everything you buy can be replaced, can't be fixed. And if you do need to fix it, it literally will cost an arm and a leg if you don't have Apple care, if you don't yeah, have the right and, and, and you know it's not really getting fixed. No, no, yeah. it's gonna get recycled and you'll get you'll it'll be sent back, it'll be refurbished, and it'll be sold as a refurb unit and you'll get another piece. No, absolutely. It, it's it's a very the design is not conducive of opening. Let's just say that. You could definitely see that if you open it, the display goes out. Like it, it's the the setup, the, the the mechanism, and everything. Nothing's upgradable. Um, you you're stuck with what you have. And like you said, in in two years, you're like, well, I can't upgrade that SSD. And if I want to run, you know, a thousand wires in the background, so uh, we'll we'll have to see how the story kind of continues. But it's it's definitely an interesting approach to a company that says they're going to go green and <laughs> reduce their carbon footprint on the production side, but then they're their their marketing and their approach to things are you know you replace the whole thing you know you don't fix it yeah and yeah so uh we'll, and, we'll and accessories are expensive and, and they're gonna wear out fast and you need extra cables and dongles and all of that, that comes in really fancy packaging and it, and it just absolutely. makes me sad because then i get to this slide and you're like there's there's an ipad connected to a, a proper desktop grade desktop monitor, which is what this is what you should do yeah apple is showing me right now they've made a mobile operating system that has better support for screen sharing. Like they're showing me this right here, but they won't give it to me on a phone because that would kind of disrupt their ability to sell more expensive tablets and other offerings. And, and just like at, at what point, what, why, why are, why are we even asking for more powerful devices? I'd, uh, who was it? Was it um Alt Dad Tech? Was it, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's still in the chat. Did, did, I, think I think it was so. him that shared that that breakdown on like the most popular phones sold over the last period of time. And like iPhone 11 was again like top of the charts. This is like the the the, the most sold phone out of Apple's entire catalog. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it 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 actually runs better in in some situations than iPhone 12. Probably gets better battery life. Isn't isn't weighed down with a 5G radio that Apple is still trying to to optimize for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, I mean, for a lot of my family, if if they were saying like, hey, what what should I buy? And I want to save some cash, what what penalties would they suffer? <laughs> they went with an iPhone 11 and I can't think of any. So it, it's definitely it's, one of those you you want to be able to make a good recommendation because at the end of the day, you need to see beyond the presentation, beyond the the it is a presentation. You you need to see beyond that. You need to see re- realistically what you are getting and what you're getting into. Um, I mean, it obviously, it wasn't the only announcement that was put out, but uh, like Rinesh mm-hmm. is basically saying, yeah, like WWDC is going to be very interesting. Yeah. You know, when it comes down to developers and uh, how they're going to approach their ecosystem, because now they're asking the developers to start optimizing their systems or their apps to run on M1 and at the same time still support Mac OS. But like you said, it seems like they're blending the sense the two but still not giving it to you on a mobile device. Something like that you would have thought Apple, if they did it, they would have perfected it, right? Because they invent everything every time they do it. <laughs> I, I feel like 
having a desktop experience out of an iPhone should have been possible years ago. But oh, yeah. I don't. But it disturbs, like you said, the. Um, it's like eating up out it's of a your really own cynical like marketing decision, not yeah. really reflective of the power of these devices. And and it kind of keeps going hand in hand. Yeah. Keep giving me these super super powerful A series processors, but with batteries that are like the bare minimum for a day's charge. You know, not yeah. a day and a night, just a day. A, a day at the evening, you need to put it back on the charger because which you means your battery it. degradation is is going to be bad. So, so, you know, like pe- people were talking about like how, how, you know, like, Oh, well this one plus nine, um, I went 40 hours with over, with, uh, over seven hours of screen on time. I probably could have made it to eight, um, with all of the eye candy turned up on a phone mm-hmm. that runs really warm. It's really hot. It's very aggressive. And that was like my first main full charge. So this is a part of the setup day. And you're like, I, 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 12 pro max maybe but i don't know that i could have driven it as hard and then it's not comparable because i don't have a super fast refresh rate display or a higher resolution display head to head like again it's 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 not directly comparable and i just don't have that kind of faith in an iphone right now it it's just in in my experience, at least with the twelve, with the mini, right? I, I tried going into the the ecosystem with the most. To me, I felt like the most exciting feature that they offered. It's smaller, easier to use, uh, lightweight. I, I think it felt like it was a better version, you know, than a, than just the SE because the SE was nice, but again, it was a refresh, is a rehash of another version. Um, I, I was just surprised, like how they would even consider selling something that barely could last now it couldn't even last a day that's how bad it was with the with the uh the mini well, i really feel like it they... was the same way it's like if i really use it the yeah. battery evaporates if it's just in my pocket to get text messages text messages it's amazing it's a it's an amazing smartwatch <laughs> companion i'm mean, sorry uh a smartphone companion to another smartphone for notifications um no, and I think you was, had it right the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was because like, it, it powers my Apple. Well, it, it was a, it was definitely a, I, I appreciated what they what they tried to do, but I felt like they missed the mark with the battery capacity for the sake. Like, and that's but the thing about Apple. They, yeah, they, yeah, they that's how they do it. The iPhone six. They they compromise the the, uh, the function to meet the aesthetic, and I feel like they're selling that aesthetic life to the point. Now, but, d- here's here's our tinfoil hat though is do we think it's just to match the aesthetic or do we think that this is also a part of a calculated engineering and design costs breakdown where they know people are still going to pay premium prices. Mm -hmm. They don't have to spend on those kinds of components. They can keep their profit margins really high. And then they know that someone, even though they're, they're, they're going to offer years of software updates. Well, they're going to bring it into an Apple store and it's like, you know, it's like four years old. You could replace the battery, but wouldn't you just rather get a new iPhone? And that, that, it's, it again, it's the artificial push to encourage an update sooner than you probably really need to. The power of the phone, totally fine. We can replace this battery, no problem, but it is getting a little old. Isn't it slowing down on you a little bit? Mm. It, it is It is very much a... I think I think yeah I, I'm I'm more the the cynical part of me is thinking that's probably that's how it is is to keep in it keeping that whole communication bringing you in connecting and and at some point yeah. obviously do a conversion but you know but at the end of the day I, I feel like Samsung's copying the exact same pages from that that experience I feel like 
you know, Samsung just literally looks over his shoulder and it's like, hey, what, what's what's the like, answer for for five A? Just change, just change enough of it so it doesn't look like you copied us directly. And Samsung's like, okay, and then they just well, copy it directly. So speaking of copying, uh, this year we had a little <laughs> bit of a, a slight shift, and I want to switch it over a little bit to Air Tags. Air Tags, man, oh, like right, finally, right. right, right? Like, I mean, um, are, are you hyped up about Air Tags? I'm, I'm, I'm trying yeah, to find I mean, where my excitement might be for them. I'm not sure I've. I've I I have so I got I'm my I got my free. I I'm not a big well okay so I'll take that first I'll say this uh, the ability of tracking things uh, tile has been around for a long time I just want to make sure before everybody for, forgets and makes it sound like Samsung invented them um, tile has been a, a business model that's been around for a long time a product that you could use to track keep tabs of where your your devices are and that actually already had an existing ecosystem that ran ping connections between multiple services so if you had tile uh, and you somehow lost the system Mm -hmm. park and somebody else had a tile uh, passively being able to track where other tiles are uh, placed and helping people find their products was the exact the exact system samsung comes in and then obviously starts in with their smart tags and then Apple comes in with AirTags because, you know, you can't call them smart tags, Apple style. Uh, You know, so I I like the approach. I like what they're trying to do, helping people keep track of their devices. Um, I I like, oh yeah, let me bring that up here. Sorry. So if if you guys are not familiar, uh, so where this kind of looks like. It's a Mento. It is. It is a fresh maker. I I was going to say it looked like the Apple logo without anything else, but yes. Uh, the ability of being able to track your devices, uh, obviously this beautiful, um, very, very highly expensive uh, genuine leather with a clip thing, probably $30 on its own uh, clip that comes with it. And you're able to obviously accessorize it. it it's all about the lifestyle. Um, although I, I, I would question this much, that tag with the clip, the way they made it designed, it made it look like you would. this would be something that you put your keys on. So obviously you want to be able to find your keys. Mm-hmm. Those are that's the intention of it, but obviously most other tags will be just the tag by itself. You put it in your suitcase or backpack, whatever, and you're supposed to be able to basically find things easier. I think they're selling for about thirty bucks, if I'm not mistaken. I yeah. think the price point. Uh, it's definitely a move in the right direction, but I feel like it's just again, like I mean, Tile works on iOS, so does you know on Android. It worked well, really nice. Uh, JGJ is saying that Tile filed an antitrust. Or, or made an antitrust threat against Apple. So again, uh, looking at Tile's business model, I'm sure that there would be some concerns about Apple replicating yeah. some of the functionality. Uh, oh, at, at, again, when I saw the announcement and when I saw the function, I'm like, wait, Tile's already out here doing this. What happened? So it's this part of it that I think is is both interesting and one of the reasons why I'm probably not going to jump on AirTag is... Uh, get by with a little help from hundreds of millions of friends. So there's this like ultra, uh, what is it? Ultra wideband. Is, mm-hmm. is that the, the radio tech that, Oh, is it, um, is it a UWB tech that they use? For... Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a low powered uh, wideband that basically uh, connects oh. to other smartphones. Yeah. So, so you, you lose something. And if uh, another iPhone is walking by it, Pass. it can ping this device and then it can kind of send up a, a message to, an Apple server, and you can kind of get an alert on your AirTag was last seen at this this last location. Exactly, and then- but exactly what Tile does. That's the that's the crazy part. That's exactly what Tile does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so what, one of the things about like putting all your eggs in one manufacturer's basket, mm-hmm. I'm very anxious to see 
with the number of exploits that are currently sort of out there and being explored on iOS, and none of them seem to have been um, utilized in the wild, mm-hmm. but security researchers are not paying for iOS exploits anymore. Like this notion that iOS is like an indomitable fortress is, is, is a long dead idea. We've been looking at law enforcement cracking open iPhones with, uh, with, with special decryptor boxes. Mm -hmm. And like, this isn't actually as locked up a box as Apple sells it to be. I'm curious if we'll start seeing exploits for, this type of location tracking being able to track people as opposed to death so, so imagine you know like being able to walk by and you start kind of pinging iphones with like some kind of stinger mm-hmm. that mimics what an air tag can do and and i know we're we're supposed to believe that like there's this perfect little bucket of your data that is 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 intractable you know, like and and no one can get into but given what we know about some of these other co- code exploits and and some of the other issues that are facing iOS, I, I wonder, I mean, if this, if this is going to be a vector of attack. It seems like one of the, the benefits of Tile is much smaller visibility and probably mm-hmm. fewer people are going to directly attack it. Apple is going to be a much higher visibility lifestyle consumer product. And to me, like it would be more fruitful or, or more profitable if you want to go that route to mm-hmm. to try and attack something and, and get at someone's location data. Well, not only that, or even initiate any kind of uh, functions on the on the smartphone, depending on how it's coded, because it's actually in, it, the intention of it essentially is to passively run the uh, run the actual connection and then pass it up to a server. But it, it's a function that's happening on the smartphone, so they're right. using other people's smartphones to. F- basically track yeah. other other devices. So the question would be at the end of the day is can this be exploited to have, actually have it do something on the phone? So essentially is as long as the smart tag is in an area, actually initiate function. This mm-hmm. this is where I, I worry. But I mean, it, when we're looking at it, we're looking at it from the situation right now where, where it could be because of the fact that it becomes so popular, right? It's, it's one of the things that a lot of us, you know, at a small scale, like if you probably, for some people in our chat, they may not even be aware what what Tile was prior to us mentioning it because it's, again, it's a very niche. I feel like not everybody really had it. I, I got introduced to it through, or I got a chance to try it out through Verizon. They sent me a couple of Tile, uh, tile pieces. And I'll say this, um, I forgot to reset my Tile. Mm-hmm. And um, I did return my unit back to to Verizon, and coincidentally, I tried to see where it was. I was able to track it all the way back to the warehouse where you know where I was able to ship it to. So, the question is: the tech works? Yes, absolutely. I think Tile has it there, and <laughs> I feel like Apple's approach, although opens up things to to obviously the masses, it is very much, in my opinion, infringing on what Tile was doing. Mm-hmm. That ecosystem, that passive connection, because Tile also works on the iOS, and I'm I would be surprised to basically see essentially is is Apple going to be limiting this function on other companies or just you know give them proprietary? How is this going to work where there's competitors already in the market that have had generations of of uh, of, uh, of upgrades on them, and now they actually I mean, have- we we freaked out about Microsoft including a web browser and Windows. Um, I feel <laughs> and, like. And Apple going out of their way to replicate their competitors' business models on services and products like this is worthy of some kind of market examination. Absolutely, I, I think. I'm not saying this- I'm not saying they need to be shut down. I'm just saying 
it that that is that is worth an investigation just to see where we feel that line should be. And I think Aditya has a really good point too. Uh, he said, um, shouldn't tile have some kind of patent on it? And I'm not sure if tile has, um, so th there we've had other technologies too. So tile uses a different type of technology, but essentially it's low power Bluetooth, right? So tile doesn't use, um, although doesn't AirTag like make part of their connection? Yeah, so your AirTag is. sends out a secure Bluetooth signal that can be detected by nearby devices in the Fi yeah. network. So, it, so, it, so it's also I'm 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 assuming that a lot of this is very similar, even if it's not exactly the same type of uh, heartbeat, same kind of pulse. Um, a lot of it seems to be pretty close. Seriously, if anybody that's ever used a tile, the moment they saw that presentation, they're like, wait, when did Apple buy tile? Like, seriously, um, it, it'll be one of those like find my network, find my yeah, from third party accessories and so on. So there's there's a lot of other things and and 3D tags and stuff like not 3D, mm -hmm. Bluetooth tags have been out for, for some time. So it was a very interesting spring event from Apple. Um, it was I, I didn't really find a lot of surprises, but other than obviously the. Mm, kind of like like why did they you know that that was more my reaction um i did end up catching it on the replay i was unfortunately uh in another meeting during most of <laughs> the, the the week kind of went through for me this week has been very um i i put out a video on the red magic six um and mm -hmm. I, I i wanted to focus on that it was a lot of work on those videos and um and I just, I felt like at the end, like I wanted to catch the show, but I was like, nah, it's okay. I'll catch it on the replay. And I didn't feel like I missed a lot. There's, there's some interesting things, but yeah. we'll have to kind of wait maybe to the, like, I, you know. I, I got to say, I mean, like I actually was feeling the iPad announcement. I, I like where they're going with their direction for slates. I, I like seeing the sort of cross platform app developers taking Mac OS more seriously because of the M1. You're going to get mm -hmm. a tangible benefit for that if you're in the iPad OS space, like so much of that is, is, is what I want to see from an ecosystem of hardware and software on Android. Yeah. I want to see those improvements. Like I, I still like get so excited about, you know, the, you know, the days that I want to take my surface duo out because I've got this mini tablet that I can do a lot of stuff on. I want to see Android developers taking that, that hardware as seriously as Apple developers that they'll be taking the iPad. So that kind of stuff was really lighting me up, but, but it was such as this huge swing of like, I'm not feeling the iMac. I, I think it's really pretty. I think it's designed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm really no not question. feeling air tags. Like I'm not, I'm not getting excited about this. And like I, from so many of these other tracking accessories that I played with that always seem to kind of complicate the process of keeping track of the stuff that I'm, I'm taking care of. And I just see so many opportunities for abuse mm -hmm. on a product like this. Like the, the the page that I had up, you don't have to go back into screen share, but this privacy page that they've got. No, we can bring it back I up. love this language. I'm just going to read this off here. If someone else's AirTag finds its way into your stuff, your iPhone will notice it's traveling with you and send you an alert. After a while, if you still haven't found it, the AirTag will start playing a sound to let you know it's there. From the inception of this as an Apple facing as an Apple consumer facing product, they're already having to address the abuse of low jacking other people's stuff without their permission. The phone is aware of what AirTags it's coming into contact with. That means it's got a good idea of of you know what's around it, and that data is is being sent up to servers. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just. 
there, there, there are a lot of opportunities for a link of this chain, a chain this wide, or I mean, you say you're casting a net this wide. I'm mixing my metaphors. Um, so many opportunities for this to not really go the way a consumer might expect. And I just don't have any confidence. I, this isn't on Apple. I don't have any confidence in any mega corporation to, to be able to anticipate all the ways that something like this could potentially go wrong. My, so, my only other thing would be is, are they going to ask every Apple user if they want to be part of that chain? That's the question. Well, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be, you know, upfront, opt-in, you know, just like they're going after advertisers on iOS. Uh, they're going to make it clear to the consumers that, you know, you're going to be a part of this international and global community of people sending signals with all, you know, your location data mm -hmm. from where these tags were, were tripped and triggered. And, and that's, that's obviously going to be up to each consumer to decide for themselves whether or not they want to be a part of it. Right. They would, that, Apple would never be so hypocritical as to restrict the flow of data on one of their platforms with advertising as they would with a consumer's location data right they wouldn't do that i that's so that that would have been my i, I i'm sorry I, I i i that was a mistake on my side i don't know why i said that you're right <laughs> apple would never do that uh would, I, I, I apple would never be so hypocritical no never. no there there there's going to be a prompt that comes up on every, every <laughs> iphone after the next update says would you would you like to be part of the, this massively glorious chain right. of of tracking things, where we're going to run things through your phone, through your data plan, through your uh, through your phone without actually showing it to you, but we're going to have access to everything. And then coincidentally, we're also going to know where you are because that's how we were able to get the ping. Yes. But that's beside the conversation. We're not going to say that. We're going to say we found the tag, uh, the AirTag. We didn't find you. And you haven't you haven't done anything with AirTags in a while. Don't you want to reconfirm? And and re-verify that you, you you want to be a part of this program. It, it it's it's uh yeah uh, it's <laughs> saltiness. I like that detail. <laughs> no, I mean don't get me wrong. There's 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 ways of doing things, and there's ways to be really upfront and and just seriously make sure that you're taking care of your ecosystem. Um, there we'll we'll have to see how they they deal with it. But I like like Juan was saying, realistically that more than likely everybody's going to be opted in by default and you would have to basically jump into so many hoops in a settings tab if, they, if it mean, is in there. After they started pre-installing Apple Watch apps on our but, iPhones. Which you cannot uninstall. You cannot uninstall that app. That has to stay oh, there. Oh, iPhones don't have bloat. <laughs> no, that, that that to me was like, and, and because of the app on your phone, you were like, dang it, I got to get the watch for, the, for that app because otherwise I have an app that I can't use. I, um, I feel like this is a lot of consumer conditioning and pressure and we make these arguments about ecosystem but oh, the, the don't feel the, it's always oranges to oranges when we no look no at no we 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 really look at apple with a very and when i say we i'm talking about the general we not you and i kind of we or even the you know the, the our group the, in the, the chat. lovely folks in this chat right yeah, now at, at, absolutely where we're going with this <laughs> definitely definitely not aditya the guy sitting right no kidding um it's uh it's definitely the, the that walled garden kind of approach, which surprisingly I've never heard it till till like earlier this week. I was I was watching um, there was a, a, a video talking about why uh, Tesla stopped selling power walls to non Tesla power uh, not test non Tesla power solar program uh, buyers. Um, and I've had actually, which is surprising. I've actually heard many many people refer to Tesla as the Apple of the car system. 
it, it, the the ecosystem and the way uh, Teslas are done and they're built and everything just works right and everything kind of like you know built in. But that 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 evolution, the, the price of the power walls going, not the power wall, the solar ta- panels are going up. A lot of people kind of you know that they got into and signed contracts at thirty five thousand. Now they're being mm-hmm. changed up to seventy five thousand because of materials and whatever. Um, it is very very interesting to to see how those people want to build their ecosystems, their walls. Um, yeah. So it, it's, I mean, I, and I say this obviously as a Tesla owner. So now I'm like, okay, yeah, so now, you're, you're totally locked in. I am not only, <laughs> I mean, and, but I, I have to say that I, I enjoy learning about the car. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I ordered my, my parts to, to replace the, uh, the holding mechanism for the display now, because I want to get the tilty, the tilty action going on and drop nice. the display a little bit. Nice. Um, and I didn't realize this till we were coming back from karate today and uh, that the actual display stays, sorry, the games can actually be played while the car is driving. So like mm-hmm. when we're in the car driving for a nice long ride and my wife can just sit there and turn it on and play a couple of games in the middle of it. You know, I didn't near, I didn't realize that like there was some, there's some function to, to having that tilty function in there. Yeah. So, uh, I'm but still even my mom, even my mom went out it like for, for her most recent birthday was like, well, I need some Xbox controllers. For my car. For my car. Like, what? Like, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. My mom has the most expensive game console in the whole family. I will say this. (laughs) Watching movies on on it or waiting in the car is is amazing because of the sound system. The sound system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're you're truly tapping into all of the speakers, all the tweeters and everything like that. And acoustically, it actually, the glass just does the right level of reverberation. It just, Mm. to me... so as I'm waiting for my son to watch, you know, I, I turned on Twitch and I'm trying to watch some of the new Warzone maps because they dropped the new season three today on Warzone. And um, I haven't had enough hours in the game to learn all the ins and outs. They changed the whole bunch. Like the mm-hmm. map looks the same, but it's like, was it, what does it want to say? Maybe 20, 30 years earlier, like they shifted in time. And there's okay. that new, there's, anyways, uh, Matt and I are going to play hopefully in the next couple of days. Nice. So we're, we're setting up some, some play dates and, uh, you know, would love to have you moderate. Uh, maybe bring it into the show. <laughs> you, you want you might use some. I, I can jump in and do some color commentary. Like, yeah, no, that's like 360 no scope. That's like yeah, what? Like, yeah, you know, Matt, Matt is actually crazy good. He's actually very very good. I, I, I totally buy it. I, and not only that, I didn't realize that Matt was a very tall gentleman. I did not oh, realize yeah. that they were He's talking about tall. it last week on the uh, height wise. I feel like he was like six six four six three. And I'm, I was like, I'm so far behind on games right now. So I, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm finally chewing through some of the extended content for the Dead Cells, yeah. DLC. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really stoked there. I'm finally getting around to checking out. Uh, did you ever play Pascal's Wager? No, no, I haven't tried it. So it's yeah. a Souls game for mm-hmm. Android, and okay. it is as obnoxiously, brutally unforgiving, hard as as any of the Souls games. And I, I tried. I tried for a good like hour to play it touchscreen. You're like, no, f this. I've got to connect it to a controller at least. One of their big, most recent announcements was like, oh, we're also extending keyboard and mouse support because <laughs> like, those games are impossible to play even on a controller. Like, controller. I need the the twitchy accuracy of a keyboard and mouse. There, there's, there's truly nothing like a keyboard and mouse when you when you're playing games especially extended amount of time the control just the natural positioning of it, it we use it all the time so to us it's it's a natural thing um so this it, might make it into my my gaming benchmarks though like 
like dead cells should be the game that if a phone can't run it at at least 90 frames per second there's a problem so at least <laughs> yeah. that's my safety net and then undead horde will be my you know it's really cooking the cpu because of all the unit management i might need to include pascal's wager as the like the real lush there's gpu pretty graphics because graphics. Yeah, yeah. it does kind of feel like a last gen console title um on on android so it, it's uh, oh my god that gonna have is, to... uh andrew andrew's trying to take us way way back into the old dos <laughs> games <laughs> nerd a- andrew just found a place to buy battle chess i don't know if you remember yeah, battle chess with the little right. animated chess pieces and the rook was the, like the, the a, a 3d rock monster yeah i yeah, know yeah. it, it, i I miss DOS games. Let's just say that running DOS commands to, to be able to initiate yeah. a game. Oh my god! Yeah, that see yeah, that what, brings me back to. I oh need man. all the King's Quests and the Space like Quests. Four ninety two, or like not even. Yeah, I I had an old ASCII game that was called Snipes. So it was all made out of like just characters on the keyboard, and you would navigate these maps, and you would shoot these like sparkle blasts mm-hmm. at little uh, smiley faces. So if I could get a copy of Snipes again, that would that would be that would be rad. I, I mean, I was I was probably be... like eight years, seven years old. I was probably six or seven years old, and I would grind hours on that game on an eighty eighty eight <laughs> running DOS. Oh man, so I, I see the, the older older tech. Like um, Omar was asking me if I ever played on a Nintendo, and I'm like, yeah, I had the original. We had the 64 also, and then we had the Sega and the Sega Genesis. And and let me tell you about Atari. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seriously, my first, the first system I ever played games on was the Amiga 64. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even an Amiga. I always wanted one. See, that was the thing. At the time, our neighbors, our our neighbor's kid had, I don't know how they got it, but they had the whole system. They had the tapes and all of that. So we got there. We went down. All of the kids in the building that we lived in would just literally be glued to the TV there. So I begged my mom. I begged my mom for for a Commodore 64. I wanted that. Um, and then she came back with a, I think it's an, an Atari 2600. You know that the OG Atari mm-hmm. that didn't have games built into it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I was so happy, but also kind of bummed at the same time because I wanted the Amiga because I wanted, like, I wanted to feel like it was a computer because that one has a full, like, you know, like a keyboard, mm-hmm. a mouse, and you know, like in the tape, and you literally it was cassette tapes, magnetic cassette tapes. That's how they were loading everything. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, it, I it was one crazy. Oh man. Oh man. And then. Later, like when I got older, a little bit around like 19 or so, um, I found somebody selling an old Atom computer, even an earlier generation of an Amiga 64. Like seriously, same setup, but it was uh, spinning, um, um, I think the discs, it was using discs on it. It was a a weird, like I just, I enjoy tech to to a certain point. That's why I like collecting tech. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens in the future. I seriously want to see what what our what our kids future looks like when they look back and say, I remember used to play with an iPhone 12 or a galaxy S, you know, and I'm like, yeah, now it's implanted. Right. Uh, Johnny, was it, is it Johnny mnemonic? No. Um, yeah. Johnny mnemonic was it is, uh, uh, yeah, the, implant, so, uh, the built in hard drive. What, I forget what in the movie he's got like gigabytes of storage. Yeah. yeah it, it was built in storage and okay. he has to make his mission so he can download the data. Otherwise he's going to fry his brain. Was, yeah. I, uh, yeah, oh, and we need RGB. I like Aditya. That's my line, Aditya. I like RGB. Uh, so I, I kind of feel like, you know, I, I hope in my lifetime we see, you know, like a, a a new version of Pokemon that is 
neural implant augmented reality just through our optic nerve oh man uh we all we all get to play it the same in the same you know we go to a park and you just throw your pokeball and you're like hey let's fight and you know it's just uh, it looks like it's a part of the same reality that we're in right now do you did you hear that tamagotchi that you know the the little baby Mm -hmm. tamagotchi things now have built-in cameras no, the new generation of a thumb. It was somehow on my feed. I don't know why Google thinks I like to, to to read about Tamagotchis. Although I will say this much: Google knows how much I like Teslas because literally, like ninety percent of my feed now is is Tesla stuff. Teslas, nice. yeah. And I like I I need to start reading other things. It just I mean I like my car, but <laughs> I like to hear the news. Uh, but Tamagotchi released a small, same, some somewhat similar form factor. I couldn't tell the 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 size mostly because of the way the image was done. Uh, he said, but he, now it has a built-in camera for taking selfies for kids. So yeah. Well, that's I'm a terrible kind of, idea. I, I, uh, it, it, you're supposed to take care of the, the, the little animal in there or you're trying to grow it, help it. Yeah, I, yeah, what is, I, what is a selfie has anything to do with this? I, I, I don't, don't get that at all. And, and again, I mean, like I, I'm sort of proud of me that like my daughter enjoys taking the odd selfie. Like Marie will be like, Oh, let's take a, let's take a photo. And she'll be like, okay. And she'll like kind of cock a shoulder and she'll give us like a really enjoy look. Enjoy that face. I, I'll say this now, she, but she's not super you, hyped up on that. And, yeah, and eventually in few years, feel, you're going to get that, that uh, I, my son does the standard smile. Now he has a, he has a standard stock smile. Like every time you ask him to smile, he's like, and I'm like, can you show my me? My brother used okay. to do that too. Yeah, he's like big time. So, oh, so, yeah. but, but what I, what I very much appreciate about where my daughter's at right now, because she's not involved in social media to any direct degree, is she like every time like my wife will pull out the phone, we want to take a selfie. She'll either do something kind of silly, which is cute, mm-hmm. or she'll yeah. try and take the phone so that she can go take photos of something else. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I don't, I don't need a selfie camera on a Tamagotchi. That's not that's not my daughter's speed right now. I don't want to teach her that that's like everything about these mobile gadgets. I want her to go and look for other things to to be interested in and to take photos. I, of. It, it, like I said, the imagination. This is this is the perfect time to to mm-hmm. let that flourish, let that grow, let that show uh, show in everything they do. But that's like I said, that's the the thing I appreciate. Like when Omar comes up to me and says. You know that looks like a good shot, and I look over and I'm like, crap, that's a, that is a good shot. How that is a good shot. That is a good shot, and it's his his height also helps him because he gets to see it from a different angle. Because mm-hmm. it's always about the angle with the shot, right? It's when your eye catches it. So uh, look, definitely, yeah. The I would not actually. We already mentioned that he had his own Instagram account. So every time we go to like we went to the flower the fields flower fields in in Carlsbad was mm-hmm. it last week or the spring break, um, and he was having a blast. Like he was literally going like flowers, flowers, flowers. and it's an amazing place, great. by the way. If you guys ever get a chance to, yeah, I know. really want to go, especially uh, for my my penchant for like I need to go relax. Let me go take some macros of of flowers out. Oh, in my backyard. oh man, so. and and this, the the aroma, and um, it's right by the beach. It's Carlsbad. It just yeah, uh, definitely. There's no question. Uh, but yeah, uh, Omar, the <laughs> dark exactly. Aditya's in there. Yeah, I think it's. It's a fun thing. It's a fun thing. Like I said, I um I did I did want to mention though that I did get finally the Poco X3 Pro, which cool. I'm I'm a little bit late on on getting, so I'm, I'll be working on that in the next few. Yeah, days. I'm I'm still trying to kind of wrap my brain around. I, I wrote a script today that I don't think I'm going to shoot. Oh. Um, I, I wanted to do kind of like this commentary on, I uh, because because I I I've been very impressed with OnePlus Nine. I mean, obviously, I've been spending a lot of my time on the 9 Pro, but I've been very impressed with OnePlus 9. And I've been very impressed with Mi 11. And I'm trying to sum up those thoughts 
and I'm so tired of the kind of hack like way we would do a comparison. Mm-hmm. Is it really twice as much phone? Hmm. And and you're like, I, I feel like so much of this has missed the point. So I ended up writing like 2,500 words about, well, this is what you need to understand. And this is how we break these down. And this is also how like we've totally failed as reviewers to talk mm-hmm. about stuff with any kind of like perspective. Because like, well, if all you judge a phone by is this like lowest common denominator use, then really there's no point spending more than like 200 bucks on a phone. There really isn't. And, yeah. and we're trying to cause FUD and FOMO. But at the same time, we're not really backing it up with better data. We're not really better instructing like, you know, this is a reason why you want that $1,000 phone. Instead, we're holding up the $1,000 phone and going, but how about average consumers? And you're like, that yeah. misses the, that completely misses the point. You, you, you are so off the pulse at that. So I, I, I might put it up just like on the Patreon as like just a script, you know, just mm-hmm. this was what the video was going to be. It has very little like to an do audio, with Like an audio nine. track. Uh, yeah. When, when, when an artist releases an audio Oh, you know what? I, sh- I should make it like, like a, a, like a podcast of me doing a dramatic with, with like, reading of exactly. a video that I will never make. <laughs> but because like, there, there, there is some make like it. back and forth. I'm trying to compare it. I really am. But it's like every time I try to compare something here, it takes me down another rabbit hole of like, I've got to untangle all of this just and explain so much of this perspective just to get back to a point where I can I can more confidently describe what what's going on when we're talking about such a significant price difference. And it, it's frustrating because like so many of my videos devolved into media literacy issues anyway, mm-hmm. that like I really there, there's a story on the Mi 11 light that I really want to tell. And I'm not sure how to tell it without making it a commentary on reviewers. And like, that's not, that's not what I want to do, but I'm not sure how to, how to make that without it. I I would definitely give it a listen if, if we was commented and uh, narrated by Senor Bagnell. Definitely. I might might do a dramatic reading of a, of a video you'll never see. Exactly. And love and then, one. And <laughs> love one. I like that. <laughs> but I, I, I would definitely check it out. And um hopefully tomorrow my T Rex Pro video will go up. Right on. Um I already got it's, the thumbnail. it's a it's a great little it's a very, 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 very nice watch. Uh very capable. So much things you could do with it. It's crazy the on the amount of things you could do with this watch. And the app, like I said, I and I it, seriously, if you've ever used Zep as an app, I know it, the name may not sound as a lot, but it does have a lot of granular data and um they had a special actually going on with the t-rex if i wasn't mistaken for like a, a good deal with that and the scale the scale is actually not that expensive if uh, if you end up wanting to get like a smart scale uh, amazefit does a really good job and um my wife always like what is it doing i said it's measuring my heart rate it's measuring my blood pressure and my no my blood pressure my o2 level uh, and also gives me the, uh, the you know, the inf- like the statistical data is like how my weight is doing exactly as it is. And it syncs it up directly into my 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 phone and it keeps going. So it's just there. There's a thing to be said for smart scale. So definitely very much. I'm uh, I'm, I, I'm liking, you know, watching some of these like watch and accessories manufacturers. You know, it, it reminds me of some of the plays that we used to see from Withings back in the day. Okay. Only instead of it being like super expensive, ultra shishi or kind of bougie mm-hmm. smart tech, it's like 
it's like the prices have kind of finally fallen in line with what I think is actually like consumer what, reasonable. And same yeah. thing with Mavoy, you know, like a couple hundred bucks for a nice little fold up um, a home treadmill and a smart scale and, and other of these devices. Like th- this is something that I'm 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 a bit more excited about seeing how how this kind of stuff uh <coughs> We'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on a lot more of that. I think uh, Mavoy just released the GTH, mm-hmm. um, that also is one of their uh, but more budget friendly uh, non Wear yeah. OS running smartwatches or uh, fitness tracker or I think it's a fitness tracker. If I'm yeah, it's more fitness trackery, but it's, it's got like more of that square. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah it's a lot of a lot of a lot of inspirations. I would say uh, <laughs> but, um, definitely a, a, a nice, capable little one. Uh, so but, you're doing T Rex tomorrow, um, so and then T-Rex Saturday tomorrow. morning, Saturday morning tech. Yes, so that's uh, the plan at least for the rest of this week. And then um, I'm actually before I lose the ROG phone, sorry, the Red Magic Six, I'm going to be I'm working on I'm putting a head to head, and I'm also going to include emulators this time between the two. Ooh. I had I had a request for emulators on the review, and I and I totally missed the ball on that one. They called me out on it, uh, so I want to include emulators just because I, I feel like this is something that I feel like both should be able to do quite mm-hmm. well. Um, the RG the the Red Magic Six is definitely a very capable smartphone. It does get hot. There's no question. The cooling options that they provide on for, uh, I feel like while provide great cooling, like the the air cooler that they they gave me, they sent when they sent it over, dude, it dropped about thirty degree uh, no like 20, 22 degrees drop in temperature, a surface temperature on the back. So I just measured the ambient and then I measured mm-hmm. it also again after running it for about a minute. So this thing can definitely provide some st- serious cooling, but you can't put it where the where the heat is. It sits in the middle of the phone. So <laughs> it's the, not lining up with like, the hot. It, it, well, so but that's no. the thing. So the smartphone, uh, the most smartphones heat up around where the CPU is. The CPU yeah. is too closer to where the camera sensors are sitting, right? <laughs> and they have their the built-in point. cooling system that's already built in there to kind of release some of the heat. So you can't put this cooler on top of it because then you're blocking the built-in cooler that kicks in when it needs itself. Oh, and no. it, to me, it was like it was such a good opportunity to help with the cooling because I feel like I understand what they're trying to do. But it's sitting in the wrong spot. It's in, and if you measure the temperature anytime, like when your phone overheats, that middle area where that ice cooler or the dual cold cooler mm-hmm. they call. It. So I felt really weird about that. And then, of course, ROG does a similar thing because they had their there's clamps in the middle as well. Yeah. Um, so this is why I want to kind of push it with a little bit more on, on testing to see how emulators run. Uh, I want to see basically how just overall performance is done, uh, is done without the coolers. The coolers I feel like are nice. Yeah, I think I think Red Magic for the price though it's hard to beat. Uh, seriously, like for what they offer for six hundred six ninety nine for the Pro, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper than the the entry level ROG Phone Five. Yeah, but, you know. So uh, and they, I think they just got a something. Uh, they're also releasing their watch, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I got a press release on that. I I, I wasn't. It looked like another One Plus. It's another. Yeah, it's exactly clone. Very much so. Um, they released their buds too, and I mean, I it, it's a, it's a decent price, but we'll have to see. We'll see. So that's for next week. So what I've are you got, working on? Um, I've got the so the two videos that I'm I'm really lit up about. Um, One plus nine, mm-hmm. is it really crippled? Now in that video, there's a game to play, and like I said, lots of people complaining about OIS, but not a lot of people actually playing the game. 
Mm-hmm. So if, if, if a one plus nine camera is crippled, we should be able to see some pretty clear evidence of that camera being crippled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just today I put out the one plus nine pro camera conclusion. Mm-hmm. I saw them. And if you're on the Patreon, it's a 40 minute um, mm-hmm. camera review for the one plus nine pro. Um, but the but the biggie, uh, those are the biggies. But but the fun is uh, tomorrow I'm kicking off something of an experiment. I don't know how this is going to play. I don't know if this has legs, but I, I've been preaching a lot about, you know, get more use out of your phone. And I like to show off video editing and I like to show, I mean, obviously we both play a lot of games on our phones. I mean, mm-hmm. this is pretty accessible, but I, I, I wanted to start a series of phone challenges mm-hmm. and, and challenging you to do something that, maybe you've never tried to do on a phone. So tomorrow is going to be the very first phone challenge. And what I'm going to ask people to do is record a podcast about their experiences life during a pandemic. So either make it an interview or make it a podcast, you know, something where you can kind of put down some of your thoughts on what it's been like. Mm-hmm. Uh, to 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 live in shelter in place or quarantine or maybe you haven't been and you know you faced some other challenges no, exactly. and I want you to document and to archive a piece of your history a piece of your family's history and you've got this amazing pocket computer with these incredible microphones it's ready to go like you don't need you don't need to break out a laptop no you don't need to buy a handy recorder or a memo recorder or anything it's it's right there you already own it i just want you to try to to do something like this so to sweeten the deal not just to like make you record a podcast and then be like haha thanks sucker <laughs> um the folks at road are also hooking up one of their little mini go mics oh nice so this this is their their video uh, their video mic. They're they're going to be uh, hooking up one as a giveaway, and so you guys get to hear about it first. Contest is going to go live tomorrow afternoon uh, when the video goes live. And uh, Road is is uh, who I mean, if, if you've ever done a contest like mine, it's obviously going to be a random draw. But if if you if you only jump in in the contest and like follow a social media channel, I'll give you an entry like one one entry. If you participate with the podcast, I think I'm going to set the entries there at like 500. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know, you, so I really want to reward participation and the people that that join our channels and really contribute and join these discussions Absolutely. and our game to play. I want to see if people really play with this stuff. So again, follow me on last Twitter. Time we did, yeah. Yes, you know, exactly. Yeah, I, I was going to say follow, totally. follow road on 20 uh, road on Instagram. You're going to get four whole entries by doing the social medias, record a podcast talking about your life and, 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 and trying to, to kind of document your life in, in, during the pandemic 500. <laughs> well, I really want this mic to go to someone who's already interested in using what is actually a killer little portable mic oh my god such an it's like a light it's like a leap a leap forward in audio quality on any phone that you connect it to Uh, and i love when you use that little windsock yes yes absolutely it's so good for environmental noise their vlogger kit seriously like that's the most the best part of the entire kit but yeah Whoever wins that one, congratulations in advance, of course. And um, I'll, I'll definitely make sure to you know do the the shares. And uh, <laughs> Matt Tyler just woke up. 
I love it. Oh, and we're uh, just getting ready to to end the show today. Yeah. But thank you for dropping by. Yeah, so, definitely. So it, this this is something that I'm hoping to do. I might not be able to do it every month, but what I want to do is is set up a challenge and then also mm -hmm. kind of reward participation for the challenge and look at ways that we can really talk about how to improve this. So like Michael Michael Pepper Tech is asking what He's app would be comparable to Luma Fusion on iOS on the Android side, and you're like. You know, I cut most of my video in PowerDirector. Kinemaster is really good. Kinemaster if you want something good. for free, the VN video editor, you have to deal with um, processing and, and, and like ads, like they've got banner ads. It's a great little video editor. It handles gigs really well. So again, it, it, there, there are all these opportunities where we can really expand on this. And then I'm preaching to the choir with the people that are here in this chat. Mm -hmm. But we've got this community of people that really do genuinely join a conversation so what i'm excited to see if i put out a call for podcasting from your phone are people gonna like help in the comments you know someone's gonna come at this and be like well all i have is this crap memo recorder or voice notes H how can i do a podcast off of this and you're like well your phone can use other apps here are some suggestions or here are some things that you can try that's exactly. what i want to try and foster is that is that notion of part. yeah exactly and and and, and like it's not just I'm an expert in this and I dug through all the nooks and crannies and, and I'm going to talk about things that are going to be way outside your ability to do. Yep. It's no, 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 no. You already bought the phone. You, <laughs> you already, already have everything own you the pocket. You have everything you need. Exactly. And it's there are already there. That are free. Exactly. So, so JGJ saying like maybe a quarterly contest. And, and so I, I kind of want to do that. I, I'm thinking about like, um, uh, like I want to do something simple, you know, like, writing some kind of document or writing some kind of, of piece or story from a phone. Mm -hmm. I, I want to look at, you know, obviously I want to do a video project, like make a, make a movie with an action figure, you know, like I, I, I want to, there's actually some great, you could definitely do some stop motion action uh, movies with, uh, with action figures. Right? Like that. Yeah. Yep. And it's so easy. So easy. Uh. And it, it works on almost any phone. The apps are, yeah, no, uh, uh, but I, but if you if you want my early my early pick, if you're on Android, um, if you're on iOS, like a few of these are a bit more accessible, like GarageBand totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. If you're on Android and you really want to put together a podcast, I'd highly recommend checking out Audio Evolution. That's okay. the one that I show in a lot of my videos. And and I, I love actually when our podcast goes up to the audio, mm -hmm. it almost always goes through Audio Evolution. Audio I actually Evolution. don't sit at my workstation. <laughs> So TK pulls the link and I download it to my phone and I go, okay, snip, 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 upload. And it, it's all there. I mean, like I get the notification on my phone. I download it on my phone. I edit it on my phone and it goes back up yeah. to the internet. Why, why even, oh my God. Does, Pine, <laughs> does uh, Pinecast have an app or are you using the web browser to upload? I'm just using the browser. The browser. It's great. Even, even better. Even even, better. You know what? It's even better on Firefox. No, absolutely. And this is actually a great way to, I, and I realize that we haven't really been talking too much about it, but if you guys do want to end up catching this on the replay um, later on at some point or another, uh, we do have our podcast that has been, mm -hmm. I think we've been doing it for the last three, five, six, maybe episodes that we've been putting it up. I feel, I don't yeah. think we had them at the beginning, but we, we're definitely, uh, we're, we're working, we're flexing our muscles when it comes down to the a podcast. And I, I think at some point we'll definitely put some more work once we're able to get things more we, customized. Yeah, we, we've just got to get through a couple of life things over the next month. And then TK and I are going to sit down and talk about bumpers and exactly. music and just, and polishing it all up. And, and the great thing is, is as soon as we decide on that stuff, I'm still going to do it from my phone. <laughs> Because it's still I so much it. faster. 
and it is it is going to be a lot a lot of fun uh definitely working on I mean, it and I'm i think i'm cranky I when i need to open the it takes too long to open the lid on a laptop I'm I, there on my phone. See, so for me, I don't have to do much because at the end of the show, I just literally wait about five minutes once it processes. <laughs> you just send it, it to down me. and I send you straight the file. That's <laughs> little, uh, but we'll we'll definitely catch you guys on uh, hopefully another you know on next week's episode. Um, actually, this this is what our second episode during Ramadan, so we have two more if I'm not mistaken, unless my calculations yeah. are wrong. Uh, but with that, I want to say first, first and foremost, thank you to uh, Juan Carlos's family for being cool enough. To allow me to intrude, back, yeah, and and I because this it's was a big, it, it was like I, I can we make it earlier? Uh, <laughs> so we'll definitely uh, see how we 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 get through the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, again, hope you guys are doing doing great. Take care of yourself. Uh, obviously, you know, make sure you check out uh, Saturday. We're going to be with Saturday morning with Tech, and of course Sunday, uh, we have uh, the Across the Podcast with Matt and Senor Matt, uh, Sam uh, on uh, on Across the Pond, and of course SGGQA starting us off with the next week. Uh, be safe. Good Take shows. care of yourself. Thank you, Juan, for being with us. JGJ, Vince, Michael Peppertech, Aditya, uh, Matt, Senor Tyler, Roarzone God, Tyler. Oh, Adam is in there as well. Hey, man, how you mm-hmm. doing? Oh, hey, uh, Tech Odyssey. And then, of course, we have, uh, you know, uh, oh, Michael Peppertech, I think uh, Dinesh was in there. Matt uh, Matthew was in there. Andrew Wallace was in there. There's a lot of people. Uh, everybody, I hope. El Jefe, of course, Jeff. Cannot forget Jeff. Uh, dang it, I didn't realize you guys were live. Uh, yeah, it's okay, man. It's okay. But definitely catch us on the replay. The podcast should be up hopefully by tomorrow morning. Um, and with that being said, we'll see you guys next week on another episode of the best of our week with uh, these two faces. Yeah, yeah if you if you guys time. if you guys like us, we'll see you guys next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>